As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shakeups Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscal, and I'm down to dunk. This is J-Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Episode one, three, three, six of down to dunk. You can find us on the athletic community. Where else you subscribe to your podcast? Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get the athletic for one dollar a month for six months. I am Luke. Joining this morning, by Andrew. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Slam throw. Knock, Taylor. knock. Who's there? KGB. KGB oh, who? no. We will ask the questions. No, I know you'll be loving this right here. L-I-M-P. Biscuit is right here. People in the house, throw your hands in the air. Because if you don't care, then we don't care. One, two. Slam throw. Chocolate starfish. <laughs> What's the other edge? Hot dog flaming water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, guys. Like for, you're supposed to slap me in the face. Yeah, I was going to say. So yeah. we, will, phew, we will ask the question. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Dwight Schrute, the office. <laughs> Dwight Schrute, the office. Uh, free agency starts today. The Thunder had a decision to make on Lindy Waters the third last night. That was first incorrectly reported mm. by Keith Smith. And then had everybody jumping on it. And then correctly reported by Keith Smith, uh, a really unfortunate order (laughs) for it to be reported. If it was the opposite, that would have been great. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, oh, man. But yeah, he's going to pick up. But now he reported that they were picking up (laughs) his contract. And so many people 
were on the on their tweets so excited about it and then Keith is like <laughs> I gotta find his tweet because it's really funny. Actually um, actually he lost his job. I mean it's basically saying like, hey, uh he didn't get fired from his job. Then actually He did. He did get fired from his job. Oh man. Oh uh, sorry, they said <laughs> they said he will not be coming back. Yes. Uh, apologies for some misinformation here. Waters' team option was not picked up by the Thunder. That's my bad. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> yo, yo, my B, y'all. My B, no uh, biggie. So the Thunder actually are good on roster spots now. They had really needed, eventually needed to cut somebody. This just made it easy for OKC today just because they had his team option and they just declined it. And now they have, with Bertans and Kason, have the right amount of players. So they really could do nothing. They have they have $2 million to spend to get to the floor, and I'm not really sure what they're going to need to do to get there, but they have to get there before the start of the season. So there might be a trade made with somebody like. Can they just give someone two million dollars? I don't think so. That's what I was thinking. Wouldn't that be nice if they could just like divvy it out as a bonus or something? There you go, guys. That's how it would have been done with the previous CBA, but the new CBA you have to get to the floor. Hmm. So I don't know what they're going to do. They could trade Jeremiah for somebody that's a little bit more expensive. They could do the same with Trey Mann. Who knows? They could sign me to a five-day contract. They could sign L-Man to a five-day, $2 million contract. Which five days, I didn't I didn't think those existed. They do now. Yeah. Right, oh. right now. Oh, wait. Sorry. Uh, they do not. That's my bad. That's my B. <laughs> Get ready. Oops. Uh, shout out to Oops, Lindy. Berries. Shout out to Lindy. Um my middle son once told Lindy that he was his second favorite player wow. in the NBA uh, behind Michael Jordan and Shea. Wow. Um, his so. second <laughs> favorite player behind Michael Jordan and Shea. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. Which son was this? Archie. Yeah. He's Lin- got street smarts, though. Lindy, he, I think he did it to confuse him, mm. and it worked really well. Lindy was like, and then he just started laughing. <laughs> And then Archie I can see like, that. Archie was like, bye. Yeah, I can see that now. <laughs> now that you put it that way. So he, but good guy, good basketball player. Somebody that I would have never guessed would have ever gotten, gotten any kind of contract. Even like Exhibit 10. I would have been like, yeah, Lindy Waters the third, not getting even an Exhibit 10 contract. But he got the full, like $2 million from last season. He got the full thing, which is really cool. And got a chance to play on the Thunder. And now he's going to fight to try to get on another roster. He's probably going to be on somebody else's summer league roster. And that's how he's going to try to have to prove himself to another franchise. So good luck to Lindy. Hope he makes it. Good guy. Good basketball player. But Right when you said that, the first team I, that came to mind was uh, Dallas. Mm. I can just see him in he a could Dallas play in Dallas. Uniform. Yeah. He could play in Dallas. That'd be cool. Yeah. Close mine, to home. Mine was the Rockets. Ooh, I, I cannot see him on the Rockets. Yeah, he would get lost on the Rockets. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought he could be one of like the Heat's guys. 
Yeah. Like Miami, like he well, just, just shooter. He just thrives in Miami as totally a shooter that just runs around. They have to let Max Struess go because the Pacers are going to pay him too much. Mm. And then they just bring in Lindy Waters and he comes in. And he's like, wow, like Lindy is the new Max Struess. I don't know if those Heat guys are going to, they'll play on the Heat and play really well. And then they'll get contracts with other teams and then. Oh, they're gonna that's Tyler. It. They're gonna Tyler Johnson them way out of yeah, themselves exactly. out of the league. I think that's just gonna keep happening. Remember how good people thought Tyler Johnson was? Yeah, fifty million, <laughs> and he is even like what? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> even uh, oh, what's his name? Josh, that went to Edmond Santa Fe. Help hmm. me out. I don't know. Why can't I think of it? Josh. Um. Anyways, he was great with the Heat, and really did not do a whole lot anywhere else. Traded for Jimmy Butler. You guys not helping me? I, I don't know who. There's no Josh Richardson. Josh. Oh, Richardson. Josh Richardson. Of course. Yeah. I was just. I was about. Went to Edmond Santa Fe. Play. He wasn't supposed to make the NBA. Ends up getting picked up by the Heat. Plays awesome. Like really good for the Heat. People forget that some people are like, well, maybe Josh Richardson could actually be a better fit than Jimmy Butler with with Philadelphia just because of how well he played with the Heat. And yeah. it was like a month in. Like, oh no. Yeah. What have we done? Can I get can I get your guys' opinion on something? Of Taylor, course. It's specific probably gonna be specifically you. Okay. Let's see if Josh sixty nine said Josh McRoberts. There was a Josh McRoberts. Josh McRoberts, though, he played well on a couple teams. Bob Gatz, Pacers. I thought he stunk on the Pacers. He was a fly. He was a big dunker on the Pacers. He had yeah. a lot of dunk highlights on the Pacers. I went to Target and my they didn't have my normal deodorant. Mm. I mm. think I bought women's deodorant. Yeah, will you smell me? Yeah. Yeah, that's women's. But uh, I, every yeah. NBA player uses women's deodorant. Really? Yep. It works just as well. Oh, I think it probably better. works better. Yeah. Yeah. I think it works better because it's more embarrassing if you're a woman with bo. So I think they boost the uh, mm. the scent in the. Is that true? Do part because that I was like they've repacked my deodorant. It's thinner now mm-hmm. and taller. You know what's strange is it's usually pretty easy to see if it's like for women well, or. They men. didn't have you know I'm cool black cool rush degree cool rush, <laughs> but it's a lighter color. But this is this is cool blush. This, no, this is clean shower. <laughs> Oh, so wow! I know. No, it smells nice though. It, it's not. It's not so. You know, the the scent is not so. How do I say? Matt that? A. Josh Richardson did go to Tennessee, but he went to Edmond Santa Fe High School here in Oklahoma City. Yeah, home of the Wolves. <sighs> home of the <laughs> home of the Wolves. Uh, NBA free agency. A it's a Panther. Yeah, starts today. Thunder, like I said, don't have a roster spot. So I think the if anything's going to happen with the Thunder, it'll be a trade. It'll be Micic. And it's possible that they attach somebody else to his rights, I suppose, and then trade back for a contract that's big enough to meet the salary floor. That's something that could happen. I don't know if Micic is going to play in the NBA or not. There are definitely rumors and reports that he is. Is it one of those but things where it's like it depends on the team that, that wants him? Yeah, he can choose. I mean, he holds all the cards here. 
you know, the Thunder and he have both have some leverage, but at the end of the day, like he can just say, no thanks, I'm going back to Europe, and they will gladly welcome him back and pay him a bunch of money, and he'll be the best player, one of like the best five players in Europe, and he'll go on to live a happy life. So what like, are those, What are those uh, European contracts life like? I don't really know a ton about it, to be honest, so I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Because I don't know. <laughs> like, I know they probably make really good money, but, well, you know, is it is it like an NBA contract? I don't know. I mean, those teams don't make as much, definitely not now, yeah. as much, and not what's coming down the pipeline for the for NBA players. I mean, he's he's saying he wants like six to seven million. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a whole lot. In the NBA, mm-hmm. like, what if what if there's kind of a translation error? He wants sixty-seven million. million yeah. That's impossible. Dang, that's it's a tough spot to be in. Yeah, but you know, use your leverage. Use it. Use I watch it. a lot of I'll videos go on Instagram. I'll go back to Europe if I don't get sixty-seven million this year. Okay. Okay. Good luck. Yeah. I wouldn't expect a lot from the Thunder just because they are working their own process that doesn't include free agency, which has really never included free agency. And they will, they're just going to continue doing what they're doing. I mean, they're adding case on Bertans is going to be on the roster. I think Bertans will play. I think that he'll help in some situations. Uh, I mean, he's basically the Lindy replacement on the Mm -hmm. roster of a guy that's like big and can shoot and, doesn't defend, which Lindy Lindy was actually a decent defender. But also he makes $17 million and that's a contract that could be valuable via trade because it's only worth, it'll be worth $5 million next year as long as he doesn't play more than 75% of his games. I so, loved the Sam Vecini theory. Yeah, there's a Twitter question about that. Oh man, you want to find it for us, and we can we can yes. go ahead we can go ahead and talk about that specifically because it is a little like free agency ish, and also kind of draft recap ish question. So we can talk about that a little bit, Luke. I I'm I'm, I'm I don't see it. Is it does it reference Vicini? Uh, it does, Luke. Yeah. Oh man. Oh okay. man. You don't have street smarts. Street smarts. Okay, I don't see it. Well, uh, it doesn't reference. It doesn't reference Vecini at NBA draft future. Major if, but if OKC decided to package Dorton Bertans with a million picks to go after a star next offseason, who are a few guys that you would be most interested in? So I think. They're not going to do this. Number one, I don't. I would be surprised. I, I can't say they're not. I don't know if they will. I would be surprised if they did, just because it would probably mean that they know that like Chet and J Dub and Giddy aren't as good as what we hope, because a majority of the money for the Thunder's cap is going to go to those guys. Mm-hmm. And not to a necessarily a star player that's out there already. They're going to use draft picks in order to acquire uh, probably role players. And they'll figure out over the course of the next year or two what kind of role players they need. 
whether it's they need shooting or they need a big man or they need a four or they need a, a shooting five or whatever it is, they will likely use picks and maybe even Bertons to go f- get that. But I don't anticipate them using that to get a star player. I just don't anticipate that to happen. What I love about this is the idea of Sam Presti thing. And and maybe this is giving Presti like way too much credit because this is pretty deep. But the idea of <laughs> Vicini essentially said they traded up. They liked Kaysan, but really they traded up because they wanted the Berton's contract as an asset. So it's not crazy in in that it will be valuable. Not necessarily to acquire a star, but they could turn Berton's contract at the deadline into like two future second round picks Mm. or into like a future protected first or something from somebody who's desperate to get off of money that's in the second apron that needs to get off money for the summer. That is possible. That's how I think it'll be used more than like, hey, let's pair him with Lou Dort now that we have our Lou Dort replacement and Kaysan and let's... Not that it's impossible. I just would not expect that to happen. I would expect it to be used as like a trade chip at the deadline and flip Bertans for value. I, I don't think that's impossible. One, because they needed to spend the money anyways. Mm-hmm. They needed to find a way to spend money in order to get to that salary floor. So they had to do it. And just making sure that you get your guy. I mean... That's they, that's yeah. who that's obviously who they wanted. Were there people bidding there? I don't think it's out of the question that somebody was going to trade for eleven, because if you look at who the Magic took at eleven, they could have taken him at seventeen, probably. Mm. Yeah. So I think the Thunder that that pick may have been up for grabs. Is all I'm saying. Mm. I don't know that for sure. But if you just kind of read the tea leaves of the draft. Read the tea leaves. And look at the third apron. Yeah, <laughs> check out the third a- the third apron. Um, then I think that you can kind of understand why maybe like Orlando would have dealt that pick. Because like Jed Howard was not thought of as a lottery guy heading into that night. Now like I don't I don't think like the Mavs were going to take Jet. I don't think the the Raptors were going to take Jet. Maybe the Pelicans would have taken Jet. I don't know. Probably not. I would rather have Jordan Hawkins. I think Hawkins is a better shooter, better movement shooter. So, you just wonder if like maybe somebody was trying to make a trade to get to 11 mm-hmm. or the Thunder were at 12. But whatever it is, the Thunder got where they wanted to go. Came away from the draft adding a, a prospect they really like in Kaysan, who's a two-way player, kind of fills in the gaps, accentuates what everybody does. Plus, you had a 6'10 shooter. Mm-hmm. He's like averaged almost 40% from three for his career. So, it's not, a ba- it's not a bad place to end up. Did anyone know <clears throat> prior to the draft that Grady Dick had a Donald Duck impression? I didn't know it. I didn't think it was that good, to be honest. Really? I thought it could have been sharper. Yeah, I, I mean, think I thought if you're, it. yeah, yeah, he could he work, work on it. it. He was also still, pretty. He was but, also pretty nervous. But he still has it. He has it. He yeah. can do. He can do it. 
he is a he is goofy as all get out. He was really he's really funny. Man, his outfit was a bold decision. It's a great decision because not only will he remember draft night more, Everyone. so everybody else in the yeah. world will. You know? Oh yeah. You don't. I mean, if you have that chance, you got one shot. Right. You got to take. I it. respect it very much. Do not miss your chance to blow. Yeah. That's true. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just it made me like him more with the Donald Duck impression. I would have that when I saw that. I was already a little disappointed. I knew I didn't think the Thunder were going to take him, just because he doesn't. He's not a playmaker, and he really is going to struggle defensively in, in the NBA. However, even before the Donald Duck impression, I was like, "Man, I'd like to have that guy on our podcast." And then after it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, man!" We, Here's we, the would thing: would have been gold because like Kason's good player, not the greatest guy to have on a podcast. Right. That's a lot of. Of our players until now, their personalities are starting to uh, blossom. Yeah. I think J Dub is great. Yeah, I think Chet could be Chet could be interesting. I think Chet's a little too cool right now, still. Yeah, but he's he's different than everybody else, though, in that he's like kind of cocky. Yeah, where everybody else is still like extremely humble. Yeah, or presents as humble, like Shay. Yeah, pre- definitely presents as humble. Yeah, and I think he has a humble mentality, but you see, he's got a—he's a killer. All right, he's a killer. Grady yeah. Dick, you better be good. He better be good because you can't look like you can't come out like this, you know, and then like stink in the NBA. You can't be doing red sequin turtleneck suits, Donald Duck impressions. <laughs> what if he's like the next face of the NBA? They won't do it. It's too goofy. <laughs> he won't be allowed to No, be. they won't do it. He's too goofy. They'll lose all the boomers that still watch, too. My dad like was like, did you see what he was wearing? What in the world? Yeah. <laughs> do you, can you do a Donald Duck impression? Ah, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ah. Uh, uh, how was the draft party, guys, at Fassler Hall? It was fun. It was really fun. It was awesome that uh, we didn't really have to do anything. We just showed up, yeah, hung out, talked to talked to some people. We talked to a lot of people. We yeah. sold a lot some of teas. people came up, sold some teas, sold some teas. And if you got, we have extras. And if you want them, where would you go? Well, they're not up on our website yet, but they will be. But they will be. Check we'll check it out on our, our Twitter and our website. We have some extra. But it was a really great uh, evening. Thank you, Fassler Hall. They were great. I had too many uh, hot dogs. Really, Luke was uh, kind of shoving some D's down. <laughs> That's true. That was, shout out very to, good. Shout out to Lively Beer Works. If you got a uh, down to dunk glass. Yeah, very shout cool out. glasses. Shout we, out. we didn't have enough glasses. People loved them. People showed up for the glasses. Good. They were gone in a second. I was going to say, they probably went pretty they fast. They were cool. Yeah, shout out Lively. And their beer that they had was um, <clears throat> that was that was very tasty. Oh, yeah. Mm. It was their light lager. Light lager. Mm-mm. Mm, delish. Mm. Don't mind if I did. Yep. I drank a lot of Diet Pepsi at the draft. Diet Pepsi? <laughs> Not Diet Pepsi. Pepsi Zero. Pepsi Zero. Yeah. You know, I haven't had one for about seven years. Wow. Seven but years. A Pepsi. Ooh. Man. It it was good. It was legitimately very good. I was so busy running around doing stuff the whole time that I didn't have time to eat. 
but I Pepsi Zero Diet took I, I took like four or five Pepsis and just drank yeah. them. You know, I used to have on Sundays my Sunday all I would eat on a Sunday. I would get a large Papa John's pizza, yeah, two liter of Pepsi. Mm. That was my what I ate and drank for the day, and it was awesome. What yeah. would you get from uh, PJ's? Fat. I would get fat. <laughs> yeah. What would you get fat? Uh, I would get a uh, pepperoni pizza. Just a pep. Yeah. Hey, uh, what was the reaction to the crowd when they made the trade and took Quezon? Um, I th- everyone seemed to like it. Everyone seemed to like it. There was some confusion about Bertans. I think there were some people that were like, "Oh yeah, we got this great shooter. He's gonna come in and fill." And then other and then other people understood what it really was. Yeah, which was uh, not much. Yeah, because he did not have a great year in Dallas. He will be the Thunder's like twelfth to fifteenth man. Mm-hmm. He will not play in every single game. No, he won't. And he will be like. I mean, he like I said, he's like the Lindy Waters replacement. And he will be the sports radio guy when when they are on a four game losing streak that they're like, why is why is Bertans not playing more? Yeah, the guy's a shooter. We're paying him this much. We're paying him so much. Why 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 even trade for him if you're not going to play him? This is why they're losing. He is that guy this year. So get be prepared for that. If I was Sam Presti, I like that one. If I was (laughs) Sam Presti, I'd fire the coach right now. So here, here's Mike Vorkanoff on The Athletic. Sums up like why the Thunder need to reach the salary floor. Any team under the cap floor, which the Thunder are $2 million right now, mm-hmm. will have the difference between its team salary and the floor added to its payroll. So it can't use the amount as available cap space anymore. It won't also won't be allowed to perform any transactions after the first day of the regular season that would further decrease the team's salary. So they don't have to, but they would immediately have more money on their books because of that. Mm-hmm. The amount of the, the team is under the floor will also be dispersed among all NBA players, not just the ones on the roster. So Glad, won't, that's won't, all. Won't NBA just benefit. Won't benefit just your team. Like so, every player will get like this. Like I don't know, thousand dollar check, twenty five thousand dollar check, just yeah. like randomly. Which is like that'd be pretty nice. That'd be pretty cool. I'll take that. Yeah. That's a car. Somebody doesn't want it. How much are cars? That's a car. How much are cars? You mean you can get a car for that? You can get a nice car for that. Yeah, you get a really nice. A nice one? I mean, yeah, nice used one. Yeah. What do you want? Hmm. What do you want? Yeah. What's my? What do you want? A Maybach. You cannot get a Maybach. No. Oh wow. Okay. A Hummer, a Humvee, oh, Lamborghini Countach. Next season, a team that doesn't reach the floor will receive half of the money paid out to each non-taxpaying team. Beginning in 24-25, the teams that don't hit the floor won't receive any of the money paid out to non-taxpaying teams. So if you're not, I mean, that would be, that's the real kicker right there. Is next season, a team that doesn't reach the floor will receive half of the money paid out to each non-taxpaying team. Uh, you better believe, better. like I've, I, re, I erase what I said. Where the Thunder, all they have to do is pay that. They're they're gonna get to the floor somehow. Oh yeah, because that money could be a lot. And I'm available. Could be a lot, like millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And you might as well just multiple uh, millions of dollars. You might just, as well just take a shot on if you can trade and get someone in that you think might 
end up being someone and it saves you from this. So if you're another team and you know that the Thunder have to, mm-hmm. we're talking about leverage. Leverage. You have leverage. Yep. Yeah. So you're like, you have to do something. That's why I feel like it could just be accomplished in the med- with like a Mitrich deal if they can trade him. Yeah. It, 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 that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Sounds like uh, if you're another team, you're like, I'm not going to do it. You're going to be screwed. Yeah. Super screwed. Screwed. Uh, I mean, that's about all the slop we're going to get. Thunder slop yeah. for the rest of the uh, summer, I would guess. Yeah. Besides Summer League. I'm very excited for Summer League. By summer the League starts Monday night mm. in Utah. I, we haven't seen the rosters yet. My expectation is that we'll see Chet and J-Dub and Kason and Usman Jang. It's going to be a stacked Summer League roster. It is going to be stacked. You're you're pronouncing it Kason. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Kason. It was a whole thing, and it was very weird. So it went from everybody called him Kason. Even at Kentucky, everybody called him Kason. Fast forward to the draft. They draft him. Even Adam Silver says, Kason Wallace. Great. Cool. No even thought that we're saying it wrong. Then we get to Sam Presti's press conference, and he calls him Kassan. And we're all just scratching our heads like, why is he calling him Kassan? And then we go to the press conference on Saturday, and Sam calls him Kaysen. Kaysen. And so we're like, okay, it's for sure Kaysen. And then we ask him what he prefers to be called. And he said, it's it's Kaysen. He said, it's supposed to be pronounced Kaysen. He's fine with Kaysen, just don't call him Carson. Okay. Right, because uh, there's no R in his name. Correct. Here's what here's what happened. You know, when it's like the first day of school and like I had to do this, you know, real name Lucas, but you have to go, uh, actually I go by Luke mm-hmm. and you have to do it in all six of your classes, you know, yeah. in mm-hmm. middle school. Yeah. Uh, and it's like not embarrassing, but like when you're 11 years old, it, there's nothing more embarrassing. Yeah. That, that's what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. I think you're right. I think he was just annoyed with having to tell people it's case it's case on and just was like, yeah, whatever. Call me yeah. whatever. I'm done telling yeah. people what it is. But it is case on. He said it's supposed to be said this way. Well, he said his mother pronounces it that way. Okay. Your mom named you, She's so right. that's your name. She's right. She yeah. is correct. He also he also said like this is the way it's supposed to be pronounced. Yeah, but I'm okay with Kason. No, no, Kason. No, have some respect. Have some respect for yourself. Exactly. Well, and your mother, and your mother for crying out loud, you son of a. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad we got it figured out. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. It uh, because it, it was confusing. It was a little. It was a confusing time, definitely. I felt like we were heading down like uh, Alex Abrinus, Alex Abrinish road, and I was not willing to go down that road again. No, not willing no, to do it. I was gonna quit. Not at all. Watching basketball. John's back toy bigger in mystery. John's back toy bigger in mystery. Hey, I'm Tayshawn. This is my victory dictory. Did you guys see the clip yesterday of Charles Barkley surprising Ernie Johnson? Yes, I did. And it te- was and letting him know 
It was lovely. It was quite lovely, wasn't yeah. it? I didn't see it. What he's okay. He so he's know. letting him know that Ernie Johnson's being inducted into the Broadcasting huh. Hall of Fame. Huh. And I would like now to take this opportunity to surprise Andrew <laughs> because he's been inducted into the Podcasting Hall of Fame. Wow, not true. And if you will click, there should be a pop up coming up on your computer right there, and it's going to be Shams, and it's going to be Sam Bassini, and it's going to be <laughs> all these people at the Athletic congratulating yeah. you. Yeah. And I have this gift for you AirPods. Wow, wow thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. And. I have this for you too. This oh. is your. Uh, this is a trophy. Thank you. And open that up, <gasps> and it's a uh, poisonous gas. And now you're gonna die. <sighs> yeah. Congrats, you did it. Uh, do you think there's gonna be a podcasting hall of fame, or is it just gonna be in broadcasting? What like should my radio? last words be? Your last words are. <sighs> Farts ain't bad. Farts ain't. Farts ain't too bad. <laughs> Farts ain't bad. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I have no idea. Give me these back. <laughs> are, are those yours? Yes. The well, no, they're oh, Andrew. I I'm going to hold them for you him. Can borrow them. Uh, no, I think you can make it, Andrew. I think uh, keep going down this path. You know what I thought about yesterday was uh. Man, Andrew's really taking off because those videos are so funny. Mm. You're very good on video, by the way. Thank you. I Thank I don't you know that. what you're better at, actually. Wow. I think you have you have more behind the podcasting and, and the talking and the in the in the popsicles. And the, the, okay, I went for something. <laughs> I was thinking about Bill Cosby. Shouldn't be thinking about him anymore. Yeah, yeah please. Yeah. Get the podcasting. In the. <laughs> The pops. Uh, but you're very good on video, Thank and you. Uh, I like those videos. And you have a great video editor. And Luke, yes. shout out Sam. Luke, um, I'm gonna surprise you right now. Oh no! I'm oh. podcasting hall of shame. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Luke, you've been inducted into the divorce divorce hall of fame. <laughs> yes. You have um, had a hundred percent hit rate. That's what they call it, right? In your industry, it's not what they call it. Like if you if you successfully achieve uh, a divorce, um, it's a hit. That's a home run, baby. Uh, no, and you guys go out for drinks and stuff. Well, you're really good at divorcing people. Yeah, and uh, you're in the Hall of Fame. And I don't. People get back together. And you know what they do in the divorce Hall of Fame? What they put your picture, and it's like a family tree. They put your picture at the top. And then they put all the pictures of oh. all the people you've divorced, oh, no. smiling happily. Well, at least they're happy. On different sides. Yep. On different sides. Okay. They have to be far apart. And, um, and that's very good because something else that you haven't mentioned is you, have, you are the first lawyer to successfully achieve divorces across multiple generations of the same family. Wow. Thanks, yep. man. Hey, I got good news for you. You're in the Down to Dunk Segments Hall of Fame. Wow. That was a great Thank one. You. Thank you. John's back to a bigger inventory. John's back to a bigger inventory. Hey, y'all. It's time to get some advice. And this advice for this week is asked by a person named Kevin. Kevin. Who says, what's up? I'm a youth minister. I spend my summers living out of a suitcase, spending time with teens and such. I've discovered that it means a lot of time away from my wife and kids. Man, man. 
Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back after that quick break. And, and we're back. Time for some Twitter questions. And we're back. Twitter questions. You've got questions and you ask them on Twitter. Pregnancy wow. test. Cool. Hey, Twitter questions. Our first Twister question comes from Twister question comes from Ad Zach Deeg, who wants to know what was your favorite thunder related scuttlebutt that amounted to nothing. Oh my gosh. Tayshawn. I broke the desk. Did you break the desk? I broke a shelf. <laughs> Did you do that? Because okay. of the shelf? I think it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, just Put his shelf. feet on the shelf. You don't I was, put... uh, I the... Wow. Uh, that amounted to nothing. It was definitely Pau Gasol uh, to, yeah. the, to the Thunder. Uh, had a lot invested in that. Had a lot invested in all those rumors. Um, Such a hit to the culture of Oklahoma City because we have none and being told that. Yeah, yeah. it felt... It, it felt pretty painful to hear. Not only is he not coming to Oklahoma City, but it's because he doesn't think we have operas. Operas. Yeah. Specifically. Like, 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 that's the reason that you didn't want to play with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook? You want to go to Chicago to just waste away? Chicago, known for uh, their operas, by the way. When Are I they think even? Of Chicago, I think of deep dish pizza. And opera. In opera. Yeah, I... In the bean. I mean, I guess they have opera just because they're a big city. Yep. But, yeah, that that was definitely the one. For me, it was um, the Al Horford, Victor Oladipo, KD, Russ. Yeah. That's There's bad. one more. I mean, Sabonis would have been on the team, too. Yeah, and Sabonis would have been on the team. Yeah. It was painful. That was so painful. Yeah, that was bad. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. All right, let's go to our next Twitter question. 
Our next Twitter question comes from at Giddy for Giddy, who says, can you explain what an E-10 contract is and how you think having Adam Flagler on that contract would affect his future? Uh, he's basically just on the summer league roster and, you know, maybe he's really good and they bring him to play on the blue, but that's probably the extent of that. Hey, let's move to our next Twitter question. It comes from, okay, it comes from that. Who Seacrest says with the common Lou Dort comparisons, what did Kassan show that Kassan? We just talked K-son. about it for so long. <laughs> Say it again. Kassan. Kassan. It's like Tayshon, but Kassan. Tayshon. Kassan. Tayshon. Kassan. Not Kassan. 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 With the common Lou Dort comparisons, what did Kassan show that Dort didn't in college that led to Kassan being a tin pick and Dort? Going undrafted. Uh, Kaysan's just a better shooter and a better passer. Those are like definitely the two things that he showed. And a better finisher at the rim. Well, and the comparison isn't to how Lou Dort played in college. The comparison is how Lou Dort plays now in the NBA. So you can't say like, well, Lou Dort went undrafted and Kaysan went 10. Well, no, it's it's like Kaysan went 10 because he was very, very good in college mm-hmm. and clearly has the talent and can play in the NBA. Lou Dort's college, uh, you know, time. Where, where did he play? Arizona. Arizona State. State. Yeah. He just wasn't like at that level. That's it. The, yeah. You're comparing to NBA players and how they play now. He was 30% from three, 40% from the field. This is Lou. Lou. He was 16, 4, and 2, one and a half steals at mm-hmm. Arizona State. He fell because of the shooting. Uh, no question. Kason mm-hmm. uh, was f- 51% from two, 44% from the field overall, 34% from three, 75% from the line. Hmm. And played so, on Kentucky. And played on Kentucky. And was what, a top five, top 10 high school recruit? He, I mean, he was a five-star recruit. A five-star recruit. in Yeah, at the, near the top of his class, like one of the best players in Texas. Yeah. You know, didn't average as many points, but played for a much better program. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much why. Yeah. It's the shooting. Because Dort was profiled as a lottery pick for a long time and just continued to fall just because people feared that he would never shoot it in the league. And and no one has those kind of concerns with, with Kaysan. Mm-hmm. People think he's actually better, a better shooter than what he showed at Kentucky. Wow. So, and you said he shot 44%? 34% from 34%. three. 44 from two. No, that's no, not right. No, 51. 51 from two, 44 overall. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Yeah, 44 overall. Okay. Hey, let's go to our next Twitter question. Hey. 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 Major if. it's Oh, we already asked that one. No, maybe we didn't. Well, I'm going to skip it anyway because I'm... Uh, yeah, we did. we did. We did. We did. Yeah, we did. Okay. Our next Twitter question. It's come from at Black Dolphin 5. Who are you looking forward to the most playing in summer league games, and who the least? I mean, Chet. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be Chet. <laughs> Chet, 
he was incredible in the Utah Summer League last year. Now he's had a full year of sitting around, like, sitting around doing nothing. No, he's had a full year to work on his shot, to watch NBA players, to be motivated. This will be the first time he gets out on the floor since Summer League. Like, I guess he, he played in the Pro-Am, but like in front of people since the Summer League. And he's, from all that I've heard, like very motivated, like is just dying to get back on the court. So Chet, for sure, uh, I'm looking forward to watching Oost play. I don't have as I don't have very high expectations for him, but he could be good. Uh, like if J Will plays summer league, not terribly interested to see what he does in summer league. Yeah, he's, what's he? What, he's what gonna like that? play good team defense. Yeah. Maybe hit some open shots. Important you know, player to have on the court. Take a charge or two. I mean, not an important player for summer league at all. Actually, not oh. at all. Not even one one bit because. Oh. Wins don't matter, but I think he's, he's oh. somebody that can impact winning on the NBA level. But like, he's a regular season kind of guy. Like, you don't summer league. Summer league is for guys that can be flashy and score points and go get theirs. Like, cross somebody up. He's he's somebody that's going to fundamentally take a charge and rebound an outlet pass and stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about. So I love that. Yeah, not not terribly interested in that uh, i don't know who else is going to play but well j-dub's playing j-dub is going to play i mean i mean i'm looking forward to watching him play too yeah to see what he can do with like the ball in his hands is like the primary point guard for them if you start getting like j-dub chet pick and rolls <coughs> two-man game from those two yeah oh my gosh i will love uh hoopstock 69 says any chance that chet plays in vegas i i don't know I don't think it's out of the question. I think that it could be similar to Giddy last year, where I don't think we we thought Giddy would play in Vegas at all. I think we thought he would play in Utah only. And then the story is that he wanted to play really badly and wanted to play in Vegas. And it was so it would not surprise me if Chet played in Vegas, but I don't know what they're going to do with him. Oh, Chet yet. really badly wants to play in Vegas. I would be shocked if he was just like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'll pass. <laughs> I, think, I think he will want to play in Vegas. He, he may be a different story than Giddy. Giddy wasn't like an injury concern. Or like, like Chet is going to be an injury concern until he proves that he's not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so if I'm the Thunder, I might say, I might say you're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he you know, plays well and does great in Utah. Just be like, all right, man, you did great. You can come like practice with us in Vegas and like hang out with everybody, but don't, we don't want you to play. So that wouldn't surprise me. Everyone wants to see a Chet Wemby. Well, they don't, they don't match up. With, oh, they don't with, with you do with uh, the Spurs oh, in, dang it. in Vegas. So you couldn't do Chet Wemby. Chet Wemby though wait. is going to be the first preseason game for the Thunder. Ooh. That's kind of spicy. Tickling my fancy. Here. <gasps> it's here, baby. Yeah. Tulsa or OKC? OKC. Wow. Wow. Um, let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at 
Remote Worker 1-2 says, out of the following six players, who do you think takes the biggest leap next year? Us, Trey, Poku, Wiggins, Jerry, J. Will. That is quite a list, Remote Worker 12. Yeah. Uh, the biggest leap, I think that you hope that it's Usman Jang. He was a lottery pick. He's picked 11th overall. He's been working really hard this summer from everything that I've heard. He's been in Oklahoma City. Um, so I think that's the hope. That's the only one I can see, like, like making a actually leap. making a leap. Like, yeah. maybe it's... Maybe Trey does. Maybe Poku does. Are you excited for Poku, Wimby? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, like Wiggins, JRE, and J. Will are all kind of like role players and like definitely need to make some kind of leap in order to be like cemented as role players on this Thunder team just with the amount of like picks and talent and everything they have coming through. It's like they all need to make some kind of leap over the summer. Like all of them do. But like, who makes the really big leap? Well, if they all make, if they all make a small leap, then none of them have made a leap. That's not true. A, they, they're just jumping at the same rate. Yeah, none of them have. They all need to do that. You don't want to jump backwards, or you don't want to fall down. Oh my gosh! Well, someone a, might fall down. Trey takes a leap. It might just get him back to rookie season. Trey. I mean, if he's back to that, especially with the way he played at the end of the season, that'd be a huge leap for him. Oh, does that count though? Yeah, I mean, if he plays like that off the bench, he's coming off. I mean, he. Has I mean, like, does it count as a leap? Because you leap yes. backwards, you fall down, right? Ooh. Yeah, I, I think if he can play like that in meaningful games, where he's like coming off the bench and getting mm -hmm. like twenty points in a quarter to beat the Celtics mm -hmm. or whatever, then yeah, that's. I mean, you'd have to call that a leap. Where that's he interesting because he couldn't think. play there. He couldn't. They couldn't play him. Yeah. last year. No, he was. If yeah. he if he just gets to a place where they're like, yeah, we have to play Trey because he's so good and he's gonna just go out there and score, then yeah. And you know what that leap would be? It would be a mental leap. It because it wouldn't be a talent leap, it wouldn't be a skill leap, but it would be okay. He broke through that mental wall that obviously he hit last year. Yeah. Also defensively, he's got to be better. Yeah, big defensive leap. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Panabaker says in the chat, did you all see the Pat Bev? Do you see Pat Bev talking about chat? Yeah. I did. How do they know each other? I mean, all these guys know each other these days. And Pat Bev was saying what guys are telling him. Yeah, about chat. Um, yeah. That he go be nice. It's not surprising. It's not surprising with his attitude. I just wouldn't. I, I think Chet's going to be good, too. I just don't really care about what Patrick Beverly says. I do. He said he go be nice. Yeah, I don't. I sure. I think he will be too, but it's not because of what Patrick Beverly says. Well, that's actually the deal breaker for me. Actually, yeah. not. No, yeah, it's, it's over. The, no, it's the dill pickle. Dill, dill pickle. It's the good thing. Yeah, <laughs> we add some crunch to a sandwich. <laughs> Hey guys, <laughs> if you're ever making a sandwich at home, I never put pickles on the sandwich you, at home. Do you, but I always get pickles if I get a sandwich out. Get get a get the thin sandwich pickles. Mm -hmm. I'll just never do it. You should yeah. try it once. If you I'll like chips? Why wouldn't you do it? I don't know. It's just not a thing. It's like 
Okay, if I make a sandwich at home, I'll probably throw some chips on there. Well, yeah, but because you want that crunch. Well, the pickles give you the crunch, but they also give you the pickle flavor. Yeah. It's just a different, uh, you know, pickle perspective. If I'm in the house or, you know, at JJ's or whatever. Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. Yeah. Jimmy John's. I don't. I, I, my Jimmy, I get the, I get the number one. What is that? Just ham and cheese? Basically. It's, it's <laughs> like, I think it's called like the big PP or something. <laughs> I know true? what you're talking about. There is a sandwich called the big Pepe. I think that's what I get. PP. I get the big PP. Um, and that's why you get it. It really actually was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, originally. It's just, I just, I haven't explored the menu. Well, explore, man. No. JJ's. I wasn't a big fan of uh, Jimmy J's. Uh, I've come around. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I do. I get it all the time. I just get number one. <coughs> oh. Let's go to our next Twitter <laughs> question. Comes from at only the Earth. He has a two parter. Two parter. Part one. If you could venture a guess based on what he seems to value, where do you think Kason was on Presti's draft? Baird. Uh, top 10. <laughs> Do you think that his exact pit thing was all the players that went before him? I have no idea. I mean, was, we can... Let's no. take a look. Let's no take way. a look. I would... I would. I don't know. So, like, Wimby, Brandon Miller, Scoot, Amon, Osar, Anthony Black. Yeah. I could see that being... Actually, I think Anthony Black might... I don't know. I Actually, I just don't know. Anthony Black, I think Bil, Bilal... When I, the more I think about Gulabali, the more I think that it would have been really tough for him to play here mm-hmm. and like get consistent minutes and develop. So I think that he's further down. I was not convinced they were going to take a big guy, even a power forward. I think that Kaysan may have been as high as like seven on their draft board. However, I just don't have any clue whether that's the case or not. But I think that's possible. I think it's possible that he was in like the six to eight range on their draft board. I think it's possible, but who knows? Now for part two of this question. Do you think ring midgets over could be pressing the button or maybe even slightly leaning on the button? No. Finger hovering over the button. I don't think so. Looking at the button like, oh, what's There's that? A button there. well, there's a button over there. What should I do with that? I think it's more just making an asset real. I think that's all. Just yeah. just realizing that you can do something with it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you think if you if you had to bet everything you own oh, that's a lot. on Mitch's coming over, would you make that bet? No, heck no. <laughs> Everything I own. Everything you own. Uh, Amy, I have bad news. <laughs> we it lost everything. It doesn't happen. You have to come home. You're wearing a barrel. Meech is just going back to <laughs> back to Europe, and we've lost everything. <laughs> She's like, like, what I do I gain? Do not what, understand what you're saying. What if I get? What do I gain? Whatever you have, double it. Wow. Uh-huh. That still would be not, cool. Still not. You're, hey, Andrew, don't I'm, even think about it. I can see the twinkle in your eye. You're good. Be content with what you have. Does that mean that? Does that mean the uh, that my uh, like truck doubles in size? You no, you just two, get two, two trucks. 
of the exact tribe. Two trucks. I'm it's out, gonna, I'm it's out actually, then. It's actually going to be kind of. I'm way out then. It's yeah. It's going to be kind of a, a nightmare. Yeah, I'm way out. Because everything just doubles. Like Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> yeah, your problem, up, double. Kids, double. Uh, Wife, yeah. doubles. Not bad. <laughs> My wife. My wife, doubles. <laughs> There's two of them. There's two of them. Hey, guys. I got a question for you guys. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. If you are, won't you share with me? (laughs) Are you guys miffed? I'm starting to get kind of miffed about my car. I oh, got a no. crack in my windshield. I'm I sure got a crack you... in my windshield. No I do way. too. Yeah, me too. Windshield Brothers. You windshield know what brothers, I won't do? Windshield Brothers. What? I won't go get it fixed. It and doesn't it cost that much to get it fixed. Like what? Like 125 bucks. What? To the replace the whole thing? Yeah. What yeah. are you talking about? It's actually really? That, it's actually not that much. Well, it depends on what cut car you have. A Kia Rio, so it's not in the Yeah, I don't think it's going to cost it. It's not going to cost you very much. Where do I need to go? Do you have a guy? No, that safe light. Save that repair. No, three fifty from Safe Flight. That's close to being. I said two hundred. That's close. He said one twenty-five though. <laughs> Just we'll figure it out. Just go. All right. Uh, but um, I'll do it. You have how a guy close, you don't want to call him. Out. How close are you to selling your car? Like how long until you'll sell your car? Oh, I'm not gonna sell it. It's almost paid off. It's got like two months left. Do it. Treat yourself, man. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, you should do it. I I'm I haven't done mine for a while. I'm yeah, I haven't done ours this for is, a long time either. So, I need to do it. So Jeep's like the windshield is like pretty like upright. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like a vertical like a 40, wall. It's like yeah, like yeah. A ninety degree angle. Is yeah, that right. Yeah, and so um, because of that, when you're driving down the highway, which I do often, and like little rocks oh. roll up and hit it. Cracks all the time. This would be my third one to replace. Seriously, because yeah. it doesn't just bounce and it doesn't just bounce off. And then like, it doesn't hit hit it like you know forty five degree angle, bing and right. bounce off. It just, it just goes straight it. into it. Yeah, yeah, not cool. Uh, yeah, so that sucks. I that feel your pain. Thank does you. suck. Um, I have, and I'm not miffed. Mm? I have no miff. Eugene B. Oh, okay. I'm Gene Bead. It's about to be four. Eugene Bead. I'm I'm a, I'm a Jim I'm a Jim Bead. I'm about it's about to celebrate Fourth of July fireworks. Yeah, it's great. Are you guys gonna buy a bunch of fireworks? Fourth of July. I've guess, got some. Yeah. Fourth of July, personally. Yeah. As an adult man, mm-hmm. does hardly even registers as a holiday to me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I'm at a place in my life. It is a nightmare. I am not looking forward to the Fourth of July. Scared, scared dog. Scared dog. Two little kids, and I have a dog that's scared of it. Yeah, so you're, yeah, you're in the, you're in the, you're in a terrible zone oh, for Fourth of July. God, it's Do, you know what Fourth of July means to me. My kids won't sleep, and they're just gonna cry. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. And my dog's just gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. <laughs>